in this corner, coming in at seven episodes, it's the Talking About Rose podcast. <sighs> That's the crowd going wild right there. <laughs> and in the other corner, the great trio of hosts here, Eric Leobis, Ryan Brimberg, and Eric Hayes. <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> is, that, is, that your, is that your stage names? <laughs> I mean, I would put I would put Eric Hayes against Ryan Brimberry. Oh, that'd be a good that'd be a good battle. Remember when we had that okay. wrestling money on campus? Ryan? Actually, you have money on Ryan. Yeah, that'd be a good. Seems a little wild. I could see him. Yeah. Oh, Eric's got that Montana stuff going he on. He, that like that backwoods. I mean, he's not going to play by the rules. Remember when they had that wrestling on campus? Uh, yes. Was it, was it? Yeah. Yeah. Like an Eric, they they should have those two go against each other in <laughs> wrestling. I would pay to watch that. That would sell out. Well, Leobus really leaves the question who would pick Ryan or Eric. <sighs> well, that's a tough one. I would go Eric probably. Eric. I, 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 feel, I mean, I'm not. It's going to be a close one. It's yeah. like it's like fifty fifty and go either way. But I just think Eric's not going to give up and he's going to get feisty. I'm, I think I'm sticking with Ryan. You have a tiebreaker in me. No, I think I think you're. I was. I was. Dang it! Okay, I'm by myself. If you want to see this happen, be sure to let Ryan and Eric know, and we will, uh, if they get enough interest, I'm sure they'd love to organize it. So, uh, you know, we could do pay-per-view maybe, you know. So, on this line, we had a meeting with the new essays, and they had put together this whole bracket about, like, which essays to play five, who would win. Yeah, it was like, it was Fight Club bracket. So right. it was who would win in Fight Club. And they needed two more people, so they threw Eric Davis and Corey Party. Very first round, up against each other. Oh, yeah. Oh, so heated, so debated. But I want to know from you, who do you think would win? Eric Lewis or Corey Party? No no arguments. No arguments. We're just going to sit here and you got to pick. And you let us know why you think that person would win. (laughs) We're going to tell you what they, next week we can say who they decided and the reasons and and the arguments that we had. So, um, it was very very entertaining. It was a lot of fun. It was so fun. It was so fun. So. Well, first off, I just want to send a, a thank you to WMAC for letting us use their, their space, as always, and their podcasting studio. So be sure to check them out and listen to us. Um, uh, this week might be a little bit different. We are obviously we're at a little bit of a different time. We're, we're brought to a pot recording on Thursday here rather than Tuesday. And we'll get into a little bit about why later. Uh, some exciting stuff. So not too many campus updates, though. But there is kind of one big one coming up, right? Yeah, there's kind of a big it's, one. It might be. I mean, for, it's not that the virtual commencement this weekend, but it's actually kind of big, so it's, really it's, pre- it's going to be pretty it's awesome. awesome. It's going to be pretty awesome. So they've got some uh, some really cool things planned. We don't want to spoil anything. We want to keep uh, as much secret as we can. But for those of you seniors graduating, get excited. There's some. It's really cool. It's really good. All the stuff they've done. They put a lot of work into it, and um, I think it should be a good experience for all of us. There have been so many times I've been introducing them to the class, and I want to tell them so bad. And I'm like, can I just? I'm like, two more days. They're gonna be so excited, and honestly, I think it's about the closest you can possibly get to the traditions and everything that we always do for commencement. I know it's, I think it's gonna be personal. I think it's gonna be touching. I think it's gonna make people very happy. Oh, we're so happy! We're so happy! Congrats to our seniors! Woo! And shout out to communications and marketing. Yeah, they put for a lot killing of, it. They put a lot of work and into this. Sure yeah. Definitely a lot of work. It's no, it's no small task to basically have to rethink commencement and to. And there's such a short time, too. I mean, they've done a fantastic job. So, I, I would say, I also feel like, all right, we talk all the time about people during this time that they'd be super busy, right? Mm-hmm. And they'd be so many other things happening because graduation. So, there have only been a few nights that we've held distance, but it yeah. was actually really fun. Mm-hmm. Like, I had a ton of fun. So, 
Anyway, Saturday, good day. We could afterwards we could talk about more things things that we had with it, helping plan some of the things that we did because it was I think there's some really cool things that's gonna be happening. Like Corey said, like good personal stuff will be happening. Speaking of good stuff, it's time for some good news. Woo! <laughs> we really need a soundboard. Yeah, we always say that. <laughs> we, like should, we should make a custom soundboard. Take a note. Maybe take, take a note. note. We'll we'll need a I got my little fidget wheel too. Got fidget stuff here. Oh, I've got, I've got a surprise coming up next oh, week, by the way. Oh. Hopefully, maybe next week. It might be the week after. But oh, it's it's going to be spicy if it works out really well. Um, we should do it. We need a sound. Soundboard. We but, need a soundboard. We need like an intro song. We need a... Uh, and yeah. That's a lot of work. That's okay. That's if fine. any of you guys have fun ideas for intro songs or songs and sound effects, send them our way. Yeah. Emily was humming one earlier today that I think would be pretty good. Oh, we'll, we'll get there. Yeah. We'll get there. <laughs> we'll start off with some good news. Hey, Eric Leos, I hear you have a new hobby right now. Well, it's not really a new hobby. It's kind of a return to an old hobby. Um, <laughs> Tell us more. So, yeah, I used, I used to be really big into reading, um, especially right, right after um, – usually it's like right at the end of like – or at the end of high school, I got really big into reading. And then at the end of – when I started grad school, I got really big into reading. Um, it kind of ebbs and flows, and I think we're back at a, at a, at a flow here of uh, – Lots of books coming my way that I'm excited to read. So I just read um, Flowers for Algernon. Have you ever read that book? I've not. Okay. I, I, I'm not. I'm, it's I, when a lot of people have read. A lot of people have read it. Like whenever I look at a list, right, a list of books that like your must read books. There's always the books that you see on the Victory Dispatch, like the big like some people are like Harry Potter or you know like the John Steinbeck East of Eden, like these books that yeah, Emily's looking it up right now. So. Mm-hmm. But like, there's always these books that like you recognize, like big name books. There's like someone will say Romeo and Juliet, all these things that you've heard. But one name that kept coming up on all of those lists was Flowers for Algernon. Um, it's a, there's, there's two things. There's a short story, but then they also expanded it into a full novel. I read the, the full novel. Um, it's a pretty easy read. Um, but like, it's a, it's, it's a sad story. It's very, like people said, like one of the most influential books they've ever read in their lives. And, and I could see why. Um, it's not that difficult of a read. It's a very interesting read. It it it's for some people like for for you blues, I could see you guys at the end of it like in tears, just like broken, because devastated. All we do is cry well, no, like it's a very it's a very emotional it's a very emotional story. It's very very emotional. Um, yeah, you just read the whole thing on Wikipedia. Well, I I also like to read. Okay. You, you like to read Wikipedia here rather than the actual book. Yeah. I mean, if you want to borrow it, it's a real it's a real it's 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 not that hard of a read. I've read. It's like 300 pages, but I read like, so I read the first like, so for four, three nights, I read the first like 150, 160 pages, and last night I finished it, because it was really engaging and gripping. Um, but yeah, when I was actually, when I was going into, um, into Bon Appetit, I was carrying some books, a couple of books I ordered, and um, uh, Erica over there, she saw me carrying the books, and she's like, Flowers for Algernon? Oh, you better get the tissue box ready. And I'm like, oh, like, and I, I had not started reading yet. I knew it was a sad story going in, and it's really good. I would, I am, uh, I would highly recommend it for anyone looking for a. Uh, what would you rate it? Books are hard to rate. I feel like. I give it like a seven or so. That's good. Yeah. And yeah, I could see some people like who it might impact more. Like it's it's lingering with me. That's the thing. It's not like a, mm. like there's some books that you read like that was awesome and you kind of just are done with it. Like you think about it, it lingering. Has some the themes in it were not very um, were, were not easy reads. They were definitely pretty. But they were, it was, but I said, good news is I'm getting back into reading. 
Hope there's always some things we can spend a couple more coming up weeks. I'll probably talk about right. them hopefully soon if I have time to read. Yeah. We'd recommend that, so. Speaking of that, yeah. this is our next one. Emily had reached out to me and said, hey, Corian, I think there's a book that you would really like. I was like, okay, there's a couple <laughs> sections in here that I think will really resonate with you, even if you don't want to read the whole book, but at least, like, tabbed the ones that you should read. It's, like, even better. Um, you know, getting back into reading is something I struggle with. Uh, but I used to when I was little, but, you know, I do need to do that. And so, thankfully, for friends like Emily who said, hey, to help you get back into it, Corey, here's some sections you should read. And the library checkout with the library of Emily is good for a year. <laughs> the library? I, I like, can't remember where I was going with that. library of Emily. Yeah, that was very roundabout, but you know. Well, mostly because I didn't want to take your time to get to read it. <laughs> you want to be honest with me. Like, <laughs> that's why it's extended so long, and I haven't even been into it yet. But it was so kind. Um, so I think I struggle right now with like being in a profession that uses downtime. I think sometimes I struggle, specifically in higher ed, I feel, I feel like people always feel guilty. They're like, hey, you should read this, yeah. right? It's about things that you really need to do, but it's like about whatever, you know? And so I struggle with, like, do I spend my free – I love to read. Do I spend my free time reading professionally, right, mm-hmm. that I know I'm still going to enjoy it, or do I read, like, personal, like, work that's, like, really nitty-gritty, right, and, like, take time, which I love. And so it's always that, like, catch-22 with balancing back and forth. Um, so book suggestion for Corey was definitely more of a professional read. Um, we read it for our Read Book Club, but it is good. Read it at your office. It's not all good, but there's definitely a section that's good. But yeah, so I struggle with that. At least there were more things that were, like, but I had but more both. That had that like, perfect, I, mean, I feel like yeah. far for hour not like I felt like I got something out of that that was more than just an interesting story. Like there were some mm-hmm. relatable things in there, and definitely made you makes you think a different perspective. Like I wish that there were more novels like that talked about like maybe leadership, but used it like created an interesting story around it and yeah. used and the lessons you learned from that were applicable. That's why when we, we read that one book. Um, oh gosh, and it kind of, it kind of had like some story, like a storyline behind it. Um, the it's red. Oh, yeah, I know, I know the exact one. The dysfunctional team. The five yeah. dysfunctions of a team, right? Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, that one. Like I remember, like the story behind it, and like yeah. you could see the yeah. lessons that were being learned there, and that was my favorite part of the book. And like I learned from it there. So I wish there were more books like that. I think so. Yeah, I would agree. And it's I feel like that's difficult. hard to write though. Yeah, <laughs> but I feel like some people really love that, and then you have someone shout out to my friend Brett who hated it that way. Right? Oh yeah, and wanted very much like numbers and specifics textbook and style, yeah. textbooks mm-hmm. so yeah but i think it's really worthwhile it's a good book but yeah so let us know your book suggestions mm-hmm. i'll kind of dab one in there here maybe we'll spend our summer with a little book club well speaking of interesting things <laughs> i think i'm trying to get transitions here but <laughs> yeah. like but like yeah sometimes well it works, sometimes, it sometimes it doesn't so <laughs> Speaking of having to read into things, here we go. So I can can now give some information about this because it's pretty much over. So we did a little bit of a puzzle hunt for the incoming freshmen called The Quest for Rosie. They're actually finishing it up slash almost done with it right now. Um, So the freshmen got like an email from us that had like these clues in here and they followed this for a couple weeks to solving these. They weren't super difficult puzzles. They were no 25th event difficulty puzzles. Um, But it was really, I mean, it was just a lot of fun to see them engage. I know... One girl was like, I posted in our the Discord, like, is this for real? Oh my gosh, I'm so glad I picked Rose. Um, so things like that that really kind of were like, oh, that's so cool. So um, we did this fun little puzzle hunt, and there was like a bunch of people were helping out involved. Um, so we're hoping that uh, we get the final few, like about 30 of them are in it right at the end. So they're all working on something together here to finish it up. And if they do, there's 30 more. And so. Yeah. They're like doing a prep for the big event. Basically, yeah. Okay. 
it's, it's, this this one was not I said this one was not as difficult as something like I would make. So they're they're getting like the beginning stones. So we actually worked with a guy who kind of does this for once I say living. I think it's like a side gig. Mm-hmm. He's doing this. He works with like companies and stuff. Like um, like I think he's I forget he said some car company I think was working with him on one. But he also has an Animal Crossing town that he invited me to. And I was gonna say this sounds like Angela. This so cool. It's this guy. This guy's pretty cool. Hopefully he's listening to our podcast. If he's listening, Augie, hello. Augie, what is name? But he invited me to his Animal Crossing Island. Also, so this sounds good news as well. He invited me to his Animal Crossing Island, right? And his island, part of the island was just a QR code. And you scanned it, <laughs> and you had to solve the murder mystery on his island. It was so adorable. <laughs> like, the amount of work he put into it was so cute. And he, like, went out to his Instagram, and he had these fake interviews with all of his residents on his island. And they were just so funny. And he put so much work into it. That is awesome. He's just a dork. So, Augie, if you're listening. He's he's all, he, he gives me a lot. Of, he gave me some of those movie suggestions. He gave me Triangle when I talked about that one. So now I'm sending him some movie suggestions as well, which we'll talk about later. New best friend. Your new bestie. Hi, Ollie. <laughs> <laughs> he's probably not listening anymore. He's probably he listens to the podcast because he he was using it as part of the puzzle hunt, like listening at certain times. You heard certain words. So that's so fun. <laughs> Will we ever get to know where Rosie is? The quest for Rosie. Maybe. Maybe not. Okay. <laughs> and on that note, we can. Um, oh, oh, let's get into next week. We're still working on it. We're still trying to finish it up here. Did oh, she at least start playing? Maybe. Maybe. This is some good news. <laughs> like, there has to be good news in here. With all the movies, uh, the psychological thrillers I've been watching and horror movies, I mean, <laughs> they can make up stuff now. She's fine. Yeah. So, you know who else really likes puzzles? Connor Ray. Good transition. Thank you. I was being really hard about that. <laughs> that was so good. Corey's worried about Rosie, and I'm like, tell me when you're talking about Connor Ray. Um, Connor Ray came to campus this weekend to go clean his stuff. Hi, Connor. Hi, Connor Ray. He didn't say he was here. So he was listening to this. But, yeah. But I went and I got a Java Goat coffee, and we sat outside his window and talked about getting his coffee. Aww. What a man, Connor Ray. He seems what so a guy. Well. I know. But, yeah, he seemed well. Is one of the seniors who's like, so like, do you guys have any questions about the major? And I said, well, technically, as a common person, no. <laughs> so I hope you get it on time. Some seniors got it today. Did mm-hmm. they really? Yeah. Wow. You read my email, I think. I did. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I didn't think you had an explanation for it. <laughs> That's exciting. Was, uh, like speaking of Connor, I don't know the thing we've. I sent out Connor a, a puzzle today, a, a cryptic crossword, because we normally have cryptic crossword trends day. So every Wednesday we send out a cryptic crossword, but today is obviously not Wednesday, it's Thursday, it's Thursday. So we have to we have to make it work. But I figured it'd be a fun little puzzle for them to work for him to work on during commencement if he's bored, listening to everyone else you know having passive time. So but you think you'll do those in the summer and do it? Or? Sometime we did it last summer, so we'll see. I think it depends on if I can get in the office and scan it again and send it. But yeah, okay. <laughs> so yeah, yay, Ray. This was really cool today. So I, um, Mel Hayes actually forwarded me information about this webinar today that she couldn't go to, but, um, we were talking about science and stuff today, which is awesome, but he, his team actually hosted a webinar that he didn't participate in, um, and it was all about, like, applying the why, and I won't get into all that, but it was so neat. I mean, I've, I've appreciated the Zoom calls with people on the campus because they feel common, but I got to meet people from, like, England and Austria and India, and it was just so neat, and they were talking about, like, leadership and what their life looks like right now like via the pandemic and it was just really really cool i just have not had that opportunity yet so 
I thought that was some good news. Have you been praying for me? Oh, named Fran. 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 F-R-A-N. Yes. I think that's what Jason Campbell's mom's name. How I know that? Because she, well, she works with one of the charities, um, Operation Christmas Child, and she so always reaches cool. out to me. Uh-huh. And she's like, oh. my son works in Rose. And, uh. and I'm like, oh, he's a friend. Jay Campbell. So. No. Yeah, I met her at an Extra Cold class at the Y one time. Fran. I think it is Fran. Shout out to Jason Campbell's mom, Fran. Shout out to Fran's everywhere. Fran's in the world. <laughs> Fran's of the world. Yep. Speaking of the world, we celebrated Memorial Day. <laughs> this past weekend. <laughs> it's like saying anything. The transitions. And it was so good. Oh, man. I went home, got some much needed time in the pool with my family. Emily threw in, plus it was my birthday. Yes, that, that did happen. Yeah, that was so your birthday. Good. That was so good. Yay. Yes. We, uh, my brother, my little brother, he was there, and he's such a good cook. And so we had Cubanos. Uh, we did like an American grill out one day, and he does like the Mexican corn. So he doesn't boil; he just throws it on the grill. Once that's done, puts mayonnaise over it, chili powder, and then lime juice, and it's awesome. It's a breakfast sandwich. So good. Yeah. Put the grill up there and then try doing it. Yeah. Give it a shot, right? Yes, last what a good time birthday present. <laughs> I got burnt, and I was a lobster. But you know what? This time I think it's pretty good. I think I might be burnt on my lip. I don't really know what's going on. I keep asking oh Leobus and Emily if my lip is bleeding because it's been like chapped or something. It felt weird in one spot oh, for like the past week and a half. I'm a little, little sensitive about it. But he says this though after the podcast, as he's like scratching his lip very hard. He's like, like yeah, it's, it's probably it's sore. It's probably because of that. Yeah, like it's yeah. just so obnoxious. Like it feels like it's bleeding. It's like when people are like, do you have something in my eye on your fingers on your eye? And I'm like, yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's in my eye. <laughs> but speaking of this trip, there was some misfortune, but it turns into a good thing. So on the way back to Rose, my car AC went out, which was super dramatic. Got really hot. <laughs> That's okay. Maybe went a little too fast trying to get back to Rose. Uh, but my some good news. Feel the wind, and that'll. Uh, I down. roll down the window, hit that intensity. You get that helicopter effect, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> but you know what I'm talking about. I, I know exactly. What you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, oh my god, is this car about to take off? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, my some good news in this story is have some car people. I don't know why I was like patting this microphone as if that's you. <laughs> <laughs> you are the viewer yes. right here. Viewer, listen to me have car people in your life so shout out to papa leobus and luke kuza i had to text luke i'll have to forward you my dad's text because i haven't done that yet um but he sent me i think nine texts last oh. night so about it so he's gonna i will forward you all of his advice because it just kept coming and coming and i'm like i don't know when this is gonna end so i'm gonna forward this when it's <laughs> over um because it just kept coming that is incredible thoughts. so i need to send a thank you card to papa leobus and then Lucuza, I had to text and say, like, hey, you awake? Three hours later, yeah, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> That's great to yeah. know. <laughs> and then I got excellent advice from both of them, so I feel like I am in good hands with my car people. Just saying, have car people in your life and do some cool things. Yeah. Also, too, you forgot, didn't you say when you were researching the Toyota or something that instead of taking your car there, they have one option to go from where you're located? Yeah, it's part of their new, like, COVID-19, you know, we're trying to be... <laughs> Not healthy. I don't know why. Safety for Safety. We're trying to be healthy. We're trying to be healthy. Yeah. <laughs> that too. <laughs> yeah, but they mentioned like, hey, we'll come pick up your car and work on it. And I'm like, oh, that's new. Strange. 
Because you can fix it yourself, right? You get that pride of fixing it yourself, and it's probably a lot cheaper. Yeah. So, I guess it's easier. I was just gonna drop it off and see if one of my friends would be willing to pick me up. But hey, if they're willing to make the drive here and do it themselves, good. Thank you, Anya. It's a Toyota. Yeah, it's a Toyota. Is it what you drive? I drive a uh, Toyota. Anyway, speaking of other places, other countries, you know. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> we turn this is a horrible. So we were looking over our stats here, and I think it's like ninety eight percent of people uh, who from our pod listen to our podcast listen from the United States, but there's two percent from other countries. Two other countries are listening in. So if you're from a, first of all, if you're from another country and listening in, thank you. Let us know. Um, but second of all, even if you just listen, thank even you. Listen, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> no, obviously, but but also you know, like the two countries that we talked about earlier, we have. Listening from India and from Germany, oh. so that was pretty surprising. That's exciting. That's pretty cool. The other was making us guess, and I had gone to like China, Japan, Canada, France, and then Germany got made. Which wasn't Germany. Yeah. That's awesome. So cool. You know what's really cool? I don't know, but that's some good news. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's go into some personal <laughs> updates here now. It's finals week. Uh, it's finals week. We're, yeah. yeah. Emily, why don't you start us off? Tell us about some things. I've recently gotten into power washing. It is really satisfying. We've talked about this. We laugh, but we all talked about this. Um, so this weekend I went to my mom's house, and we power washed our backyard because we have this big front yard. Um, but it's incredibly satisfying. Like, it takes a long time, but you instantaneously get to be at work. And the weather was nice, so you get, like, sunshine and some garden while you get to work more often. Um, have you been able to power wash things lately? I have. It is very satisfying. There's a whole, on Reddit, there's a whole subreddit of just power washing, like, the, the gifts that you can watch. And you can watch it, like, get cleaner, like, as it, and it's just, like, you see all grimy, and then all of a sudden they hit it, and it's like, oh, look at that. Look at those bricks. Oh. It's so nice. It's so nice. I would love to just power wash, like, the side of all of our residence halls. It's kind of like that thing, like, I Facilities, miss... Facilities, did you hear that? Sign him up. Yeah, Corey's <laughs> on board. I miss mowing grass. Like, I would love to just, like, mow the BSB lawn after work every day. Facilities, like, another shout-out. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, if they gave us the power washer and said, like, hey, this is how to hook it up to the hose, like, let me at it. Like, I'll go across here and see see things. Go catch me. <laughs> just go at it. <laughs> I would just take a nap instead. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, yeah, I'll wash you for a little bit. Yeah, Corey, bit. you can, you, can uh, you know, power wash like Power washing with the department. Wake up! Wake up. <laughs> I'm sleeping. It's 2 p.m. It's nice. And then I also have never used um, a carpet ever. I've just never done that. And so my last apartment was all wooden floors. And now I got carpet. And so my carpet hooker just hooks up my carpet. Also satisfying. Like, I mean, yeah, it's been some good things. Paul taught me how to do it. Um, and I think I did it, did it wrong the first half. But they, it was good enough satisfying. How did the puppies respond? Uh, I put them in the area that like isn't carpeted, so they just kind of hung out in like the kitchen hallway area. Like they didn't mind it. It's not super loud, um, but it does take a long time to get out. So we were happy. Yeah. Like the day I got out, Rockout, we can't get back to the house anyway. Oh, <gasps> we forget about that. Oh my gosh. Um, 
I was that kind of what happened. Yeah. Sounds like a big party oh, weekend. About that. Anyway. Yeah. But yeah, well, I was just scrubbing my carpets, and then I looked at Jimmy and Brock, and I was like, "Crazy transition here, but so sorry about that." Yeah. Oh, Rock Out for <laughs> Ireland over the weekends was it was so much fun. Um, first of all, I mean, all the performers, like all of them, were so fantastic, and there were so many good. Just, I mean, some of the original songs were yeah. fantastic. Halloween song had me laughing. I thought that was so funny. Um, and the little video along with that went with it were great. And, um, I mean, they raised a whole bunch of money for like um, over three thousand dollars. Over three thousand dollars, yeah. And their original goal was a thousand. So yeah. Kudos to them. It was and definitely I, a lot of work to make that yeah. happen. And I love how such a wide collection of like current students, alums, faculty, and staff. Like it was honestly like a. Rock out for Ryland greatest hits. It really was. Like there's some of the favorite performances from the past were back in a new way and And wasn't there an incoming freshman that you yeah. haven't asked questions about yet? Yeah, she sat in the back. She did. And Kyle Washburn was back. Yeah. That was nice. Yeah, he came back to help Ryan. That was yeah. Good to see him. Yeah. But he was great at that. So shout out awesome. to that. So team. shout out to everybody who yeah, who helped organize it and everyone who performed too. It was I thought it was like the the performances were just amazing and I had, it was a good uh, three, three, four hours of my life that I, I loved it. So, while we're up on personal updates right now, I just, I love this every time this happens. Every once in a while, I will just get an update on my Apple Watch that says, New activity, your friend Eric Leobas completed a run. Give him kudos. And it's this goofy picture of Eric Leobas from Greatest Four <laughs> in his astronaut costume. He's doing this little two thumbs up, like, hey, kind of thing. <laughs> And it's always at the most random times. Like, here we are in the middle of the workday, but Eric Lewis just did a run. That was, <laughs> he was just right there. I didn't even run yesterday. That was from two days ago. <laughs> just, I find it hilarious. I, I find like that so funny. That Eric Leobas is like skipping out on work and just like going for these runs. <laughs> but literally, I'm in the middle of a podcast, so. Yeah. That's just like recording me right now. <laughs> so, kudos, Eric Leobas, so on his run. Congratulations. Woo! What about your cabinets, Corey? Yeah, everyone's asking about those. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I love the excitement. <laughs> so a couple weekends ago, I did like a lot of work on them, and I got like one part of the kitchen done. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, just, I got a lot of work done, and then I got one part of the kitchen done. But it was a lot. It was like a whole weekend adventure. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> but there's still Keep a lot going. that needs done. Um, so nothing has happened since then. There's been a lot of busy nights, but that's okay. Um. But just you wait. I have a feeling starting tonight, I'm going to be hitting those cabinets pretty hard oh over boy. the weekend. I think we have Get some power budget. updates for next week very soon. Ooh. The goal is to have it done by the second week. Second week? Second week. Okay. I think we can do it. We can do it without power yeah. updates. Hmm. It'll just be more interesting. Yeah. It'll be fun. Yeah. 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 Good luck, Corey. Yeah. <laughs> Again, this is when Leo was just like, I'll take a nap. Yeah, I was, like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you can do them. Emily will power wash them. Yeah. <laughs> can post pictures. Just don't get too crazy. That'd be good. You just don't look too close. Don't look, they don't look too close. Yeah, they are. <laughs> look good already. <laughs> Shall we move on to our next we sure? mm -hmm. I'm excited. I'm genuinely excited that like Emily hasn't heard of this. Like, I'm, I'm not, not saying it's bad. I'm saying it's, I, it's, I, I just love that like I get to spread these things like like teach you about some of these like, these interesting internet culture things that you know, like I said, like for me, I know, yeah. but you know, but I mean, there's tons of things that you like. I was thinking about it when I was on my run the other day. I'm like, there's so many things that like you could say are obvious, like celeb. I know nothing about celebrities. You could name a celebrity, you could show, or even like popular songs nowadays. Like you could play a song and be like, who was that? And I'm like, I literally have no idea who that person was. I've never heard that song in my life. And every, you're like, that's so obvious. How would you not know that? 
though. We, we just live in different worlds. Yeah. Which is okay. Yeah, okay. Yay, cheese. <laughs> so, and for those of you who listened last week, you kind of know where we're going here. We're going to teach Emily a little bit about Rick Rolling. Yeah. All I know is that it's, if you get it, it's amazing to have So ba- So basically, it's, pre- it's a pretty simple thing. It's it's the old the old bait and switch, and that's what Rick Rolling basically is. So basically, like okay. if I if I sent you a link that was like, hey, here's a housing survey or something, right? Okay. And you click on it, and you're expecting the housing survey. You click on that, but then it goes to something else. Okay. So in this case, what what it is is this song by Rick Astley. Who's I, I forget like '80s where he wrote this song. Right. Um, Never gonna give you up. Is that why you're laughing at me earlier? Yeah. Was it why we're laughing at you earlier because you were humming that song? Well, it was on my Spotify. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, see, it makes so much more sense. This is like a lot. Just for the context, I was in the office just humming a song, and they're like, "Did you look something up?" No. Just kidding. Sorry. Just kidding. I have no idea. I didn't know what it was. But yeah, so. Yeah, it's humming that. It's catchy. Yeah. We do. That's a great question. Like this. Ain't no strangers to love. <laughs> you know the rules, and so do I. That is the best hit. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's going to be our intro song. Right? <laughs> yeah. We should just start it. off with the Rickroll here. <laughs> so it's actually interesting how it started, because I did look into some research, and I never knew actually how it started, or how it got the name Rickroll. I mean, I was thinking, Oh, you didn't know. I didn't know the history. I was like, I knew, okay. I knew where it came. I knew that like it's this huge internet thing, but I never okay. knew the origin of it. Okay. Um, and like, it's super popular to the point where I was actually reading some of the references and um, just like all the things on there. Like the Foo Fighters rickrolled their audience in Tokyo when they brought out special guest Rick Astley on stage um, to play it. Um, like, there's just so many little things here that are just like so funny. And um, but how it started, it actually started with another meme called Duck Roll. What started from, have you ever heard of 4chan? It's kind of like an internet message board, but it's like anonymous and it's super shady and get real, real edgy and it's, you really don't want to go there unless okay. unless you're in that particular internet subculture. Okay. Um, but what started was on that website, the guy who owned it originally had it, but it changed every single time he wrote the word egg, it automatically changed it to duck. Why? I don't think anyone, I don't know, I'm sure there's a reason why. So somebody would write egg roll and it would automatically correct it to duck roll. So then everybody kind of like would type them to see that and see duck roll. And they just made this funny image of a duck with wheels that says duck roll. And then on occasion, like on occasion, they would, they would, um, they love this image because it's, it's pretty funny. Um, and they link to, uh, they, they'd like link to something and say like, oh, here is something exciting. You got to check this out. Check out this cool image. And you click on it and it would be the duck roll. And you'd be like, oh, I got, I got fooled. Um, and apparently, and then like, uh, then somehow it kind of evolved into, this video, one person, um, the one person that sent in like a new state or uh, um, radio station initially, to, and Rick rolled them for the first time ever. It wasn't called Rick Rolling; it was just sending it in. It's just this funny song. Why he sent them, nobody really knows. But eventually, how it, the official, really first real Rick Roll was somebody said, "Hey, check out this new Grand Theft Auto game coming out. Here's some leaked footage. No one's ever seen this before." So everyone's like, "Like this is coming out. People are excited." They all click on it, and it's just this video, and they're like, "What? Like this is not it?" And like so. And it just kind of spun off from there. Okay. 
So like basically it's like ideas that you're expecting one thing and you get the Rick World video. It's gotten to the point where people will look at a video and they'll like, you know, where it's just like YouTube, whatever, like it's like equals and it gives you some list of numbers and letters. There are people who memorize that and know that by heart. Like they'll, they'll look at the link and they'll be like, that's Rick World, I know that one. <laughs> wow. So when did this like, when did this become popular? Like how many years ago? Like how did I miss this as a little old man? So this was like this 2007 to current. So it's been like twelve years. It's been going on for, but well, well, it's, it's interesting. <laughs> you know, sometimes you read books, or you exactly. know, you're just yeah. And there's a whole bunch of these like bait and switch like things where you're expecting one thing, and all of a sudden it gets into another. So there are lots of like things that will lead you on. There's a bunch on Reddit too. There's one where um, oh, there's one I have to I have to look at it where I'll look it up for in the future. But it's like mm-hmm. he, you know, he always like starts it off with like this like super detailed explanation. Like someone will be like. A picture from like I don't know from like like uh, some random thing in the, like a history picture, and someone will start to explain it, and it'll be like, oh, you're starting to, like get this real good detailed explanation, and then at the end, he always ends it the exact same with um, with with like a wrestling reference, and it's always the same wrestling reference, um, and he and he makes it look so good because it feels so genuine, it feels like you're learning something about history, and then all of a sudden he just made all that up, and it actually was just so he can just so he can build up to this one wrestling reference. So there's a whole bunch of bait and switch things that are. Um, that you can see online, and um, it's kind of a common thing. But Rick Roll is probably the most famous one, um, and that song is quite quite popular now. And he actually he actually like had a little resurgence in his career because of that. So yeah, um, I mean he was pretty unknown until this kind of happened. And now he's making cameos in Foo Fighters concerts. So that's a little bit about Rick Roll. And they, they, they called it Rick Roll because of Duck Roll, and they basically took Duck and replaced it with Rick. Okay, see so. this is helpful for me to know. Yeah, that's where the role came from. So it's really the duck started it. The duck kind of started it. I mean, there was plenty of bait and switches out there, but duck roll was kind of one of the big 4chan ones that turned into Rick Roll, which exploded the rest of them. And now they're like super better than ducks. Exactly. I did did see some baby ducks. They were perfect and adorable in every way. Oh my gosh, I forgot. What was I going to say? Notre Dame, right? What? Notre Dame? Oh, no, but thank you. So I follow Notre Dame. Dame on Instagram, and they have baby swans. Oh. So cute. But where I was going Aren't with this... Aren't swans jerks, though? I feel they like they're jerks. They're mean. Okay, so they're mean. I'm just going to say, I believe all swans are mean, but... Yeah, okay, hold on. So my friend on Facebook, right, <laughs> lives in Cincinnati. Look what she posted. Look at all those geese crossing the street. Whoa. There oh, yeah. are like 20 babies in there. That's, that used to be like well, when I... like five parents. I, I, I mean, it's... What, they're walking into school or something? I'll say, yeah, it's like it's like a whole classroom there. <laughs> it is wild. It's a field trip. They're, on field they're trip. literally walking the road there. Like, that's like I mean, that's, two two lanes they're blocking. Yeah. And she said that, and I was like, wow, there's like babies in there. That's not cool. But, yeah. It's a lot. I just didn't, I would be shocked. Anyway, sorry. I'm terrified. I feel like we have, like, <laughs> this is like the theory of our podcast here. All conversations will eventually lead to geese. Yeah. yeah. Like, if you go down to the <laughs> soccer fields, they're there. They're up by the ocean. They're in the lake. They're down by the apartments. The ducks sleep down there. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, speaking of spooky things, like ducks, <gasps> let's talk about our haunted adventure. And one of the reasons that we're a little bit late on this one is we decided to go on a little bit of a spooky adventure. So we visited some, some spooky sites nearby. Um, so, I mean, the first one we visited, well, I mean, you know a little more of the history of this bridge and Okay. The Edna Collins Bridge. Yes, Edna Collins Bridge. So, um, if you remember, we talked last week. I put something out on Facebook, and basically, hey, if you're in the area and in the state of Indiana, like, just let us know about some, like, spooky places. 
There's so many people who are just about to head into college, which I feel this year is going to be three and a half, or we call it, what, three, seven, six. Yep. Um, and it was built in 1922, and it said that Terrence, um, the Terrence is in the column, he dropped her off there um, right back in 1922, and seems pretty safe, right? Um, but they would drop her off there so she could swim in the creek, whatever, lake that was over um, with her dog, and then after they ran their errands, they'd come back down. And this happened a lot. It was, like, very frequent during that era. So one day they dropped her off, and when they came back, they were honked three times, and that's how she would know to come and leave. Um, and they honked three times, and she didn't come back. So apparently the dog came back to the car and, like, led them to her mom or something, and she had died. And so people said, did she drown? Did someone kill her? They don't know. But the legend has it that if you go to this bridge, it's a covered bridge. You go to the bridge, turn off your car lights, honk three times, like, spooky things are just going to happen to you. Um, and so somebody told me that they one time took their friends, they weren't driving, they were the only female in the car, and it was dark outside, and they thought that their boyfriend had spilled, like, his drink on her lap because her lap got really cold and really wet, and they turned on the car lights and, like, nothing was there, and so they could not really, like, drink because it was very weird in their house. Um, but nobody else in the car experienced that. And then a housekeeper that actually used to work there said she was driving with her grandparents and was taking, like, some clothes of her grandparents who were, like, groceries, and they came to the bridge, and the grandma was completely out of the car because of how she felt. And the grandpa, like, walked back there across the bridge, and he was, like, oh, my gosh, like, this is really scary. Like, I just can't watch this. So we decided we'd try it out. So it was the three of us, and then we cruise a game yesterday. Um, yeah, how was it, guys? How it was, was your bridge. experience? <laughs> it was a covered bridge. Yeah. 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 I didn't really feel anything. Yeah, really spooked. Maybe a raindrop. Maybe. Yeah, it had rained earlier. But, yeah. Also, we didn't go too dark. It was, uh... We went like around like eight thirty, yeah. so it wasn't like too. It wasn't like dark outside yet, so. Um, yeah. So wasn't that creepy? I do think a few things. One, this was really not in any of that that scary. Like we just made him go for a good time. Mm-hmm. Two, it was not dark out. Um, I would say we passed some somewhat questionable individuals. Yeah, the truckers were probably more scary. Than yeah, I'd say they were. Uh... Yeah. Um. But yeah, we honked three times. We tried to swim a little bit. You know, trying to be safe and stuff. But we went. Um, and then we also stopped by Hex Gates um, in Brazil. Hex Gates, actually. Yes. You wanna... Language. Yeah. Hex Gates um, on the way back. Gosh darn gates. Um, <laughs> and I don't really know the story there, but it's a viaduct that has a um, railroad track over it. And you're supposed to, what, honk on one side of it, drive through. And then when you turn around, if you see your name written, like, on the concrete, you're going to die. Seriously, yeah. Emily's name is never spelled right. Oh, there, it says something very unkind, but yeah. We, we really Emily, and it said go go away as well, right? Yeah, but so, it was spelled incorrectly. So, so yeah, it was definitely it was definitely. Not my name was on the back. Maybe that's <laughs> I always feel like whenever we start to get to the haunting section here, we start to hear doors slamming outside. It's, it's like true. the ghosts know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're mad that they're not on the podcast. If they would like to come be interviewed, come on, just phase through the door. I'm scared of everything. Our adventure was not very spooky, but there are some other people killed about, so, and they're closer, so I think we should go at night and try this. Also heard the Pike House is haunted, so mm. I think I might yeah. look into a documentary that was made not too long ago, and I think we need to watch it. Yeah, yeah, and maybe do some interviews mm-hmm. with some Pike people. Yeah, yeah what's happened out there? Corey, tell us about your Corey, experience. Yeah, I never lived at the house, so it's hard for me to That's say. True. Yeah. Well, 
book on Kindle. Yeah. You got connected. You did. Yeah. I think the only really scary thing that happened to you is that that went yeah. through. <laughs> that was actually like terrifying. Because yeah. I had someone like right on our butts. And so someone's like, wow, we're the in the is really car. Close. We yeah. were driving in the car. Let's clarify that. <laughs> Thank you. And yeah. They had very bright lights behind <laughs> us. Corey, go ahead. And right then we both, well, pretty much everyone, like, did a quick look just to be like, wow, that car is close. And then as soon as we looked straight ahead of us, there's a deer in front of us. We're all like, <gasps> or was it Luke? Is it exactly his quote? <gasps> deer! Yeah. That was, yeah. And that Let's talk about out. Emily was driving, and Emily was the only one that did not freak out until everyone was like, <gasps> oh my gosh, the car's right there. It was fine. It was moving close to us. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she was driving pretty sweet. So that was awesome. That was a good first time driving. Definitely. Yeah. Edna just had too many visitors because before we got there, there was another there was car somebody that stopped right in the middle of the bridge. We knew they were probably doing the whole thing. And then we saw another car. And then the street came out. Well, I don't think it's going to get better. No, not, not successful haunting this. But no. you know, like you got to keep trying, right? Next time. Next time. <laughs> See if an energy orb some stuff like that. Energy bursts. Energy, energy bursts. Burst. There you go. Well, Corey was like, Emily, let me take a picture so we can see if there are any orbs around you. Yeah, and then there she was like, no, wait, no, no. Like, it's got to be a nice picture. Yeah, if there are ghosts in the picture with me, like, take that thing to be good. Take that picture. I haven't, you. like, done weird things where, like, you know, change the contest or something and see if it was a nice oh. thing. Put the, I'll, I'll go back to What if we put, like, if you took that picture and there's nothing in there, you put it on Facebook and then Facebook, like, auto tags Edna don't Collins. Don't throw it out. Don't throw it. Don't throw it. I don't see it. It, like, automatically oh, okay. tags her on there. How spooky would that be? Yeah. Well, I... Wait, but it would tag Edna? Yeah, like, it would, like, tag your face, and then right next to you, it would tag Edna Collins, like, well, right Well, that's really interesting, because in 1922, I don't think they had Facebook, but... But, I mean, who cares? They have, like, all they have data. <laughs> they, they have data on everybody. It's true. Yeah. I don't know. So, I do have something that I want to try sometime. Um, so, I have, like, this... There's like this crystal thing. Okay, so I'm not gonna get into details, but I have like this crystal on a chain, and you're supposed to ask it questions. And if you ask it one question, it goes a certain way, and if you ask it more questions, it'll go a certain way. And every time I've done that, it's incorrect. Mm -hmm. I think we should try it next time. Maybe we'll try it this weekend because it's super fun. But it's true. Now, do you hold you hold on to it when you do it? So I thought the same thing. I thought, oh my gosh, I'm gonna hold on. My mind's gonna yeah. Yeah, but I've had friends use it too. I would like Eric or Luke to try. I feel like they're really good little I'm, skeptics. About I'm pretty things. skeptical. Yeah, so I would just like to try it. I would be excited to try it. Yeah. Woo. On to movies and TV shows. Ooh. I have not taken the Corey, picture. Corey is still looking for ghosts. I am. I got nothing. Stuff. Okay, can I edit it? Because <laughs> okay, let's. You say that Corey is looking for ghosts. He's literally going through every iPhone photo edit setting. Yeah, he's like changing the <laughs> like, contrast here. Yes. It's so good. Highlights. Shadows. I've come to the conclusion there is nothing there. Mm. <laughs> Thank you, iPhone and Edna. Movies and TV shows. Yeah. I've watched a bunch of movies this weekend and, and this week in general. So um, a lot of them have similar themes of like weird time stuff going on i don't want to spoil too much of these movies but they're all very time related so first one i watched was actually the endless and then i also watched apparently i didn't realize this until about 10 minutes in that the prequel the resolution there's there's like this slight overlap between them um and actually they they were good stories separate on their own you didn't really need to watch them in any special order um they were okay i thought the endless was like a four out of ten 
um, resolution was like a 5 out of 10. So um, they were interesting. I felt like, I don't know if you guys know, like, um, Lovecraftian horror. No. I have found that I don't know any of these movies. <laughs> so, so like, love. I mean, it's just the idea of Lovecraftian horror. It's like these creatures, like these creatures that are so impossible for humans to comprehend. Like, seeing one will drive you to madness um, because you cannot comprehend them. Like, Cthulhu. Um, what was that movie? Yeah, Staroff or whatever. I think um, it's kind of. I think Sandra crazy. Bullock and the fourth one, the dude's name. Bird, uh, Bird Cage or something. Bird Box. Bird, Bird Box. Box. So like that, that was kind of like I feel like that was almost Lovecraftian. Um, yeah. So like it's also cool because like you, I, I enjoyed that one better like than rather than showing cool. But like, usually these like huge giant crazy creatures, um, but this one didn't like, and it was very similar. It felt very similar to Bird Box, where like you didn't really see the creature. You knew there was something there. I'm talking about Slenderman. 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 Is that yes. it? Um, no, that's or not no. really Lovecraftian. That's more just crazy. Are you talking about the Babadook? Or that, yeah, that was the Babadook. So. Did, did you watch it too? I, I haven't seen it. Some of us have. Okay. But like, I'm Cthulhu here, so. I just need to watch it. So, but it's like these like like horror, like super crazy horror oh. creatures. Yeah. Bigfoot. That's not Bigfoot. But like, yeah. It's Satan. See. But yeah, like they're like these like super like crazy horror creatures, and yeah. but like it was kind it was kind of like it was based around some of that lore. It was very like very. It was not like you didn't like sit here and say, "Hey, there's Cthulhu in my face," but there was like this, this mysterious force. Yeah, it was okay. I I mean I would say it was not it was not a bad watch, but I think there were better things. Give it a four out of ten. Is that what that is? I I, I consider yeah I consider a I consider a five like an average watch. So like five is like not bad. Like I would watch it, but. Mm-hmm. There's obviously things that are better. But. I think that's the lowest rating we've given one yet, though. That was good. What was one? I no. Um, Doctor Sleep. I said that was okay. Good. That was okay. really bad. Sorry, Jason. No. I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, Jay, I do a lot of research in my movies before before I actually watch them. So try to find movies I that just are not through Netflix and Hulu. Like that was scary. So we'll get to one that I did find okay, on Netflix. Go ahead. So the other another one I watched was The Incident or El Incidente, because um, it's entirely in Spanish. Um, yeah. And it, it was it was actually really good. It was um, it did just like at the end they did like get a little preachy and like tell you too much of the story almost. Mm-hmm. Like they didn't leave much room for mystery. Um, but it was super. It was not. It was kind of horror, but it definitely like it was more like just uneasiness. Like it was just just like you watch it and you're like just it just just kind of made you uncomfortable and weird and like creepy and just strange. And um, I would recommend it. It was good. It was definitely a uh, worthwhile watch and. Definitely a good mystery, and but good mystery. Speaking of that, the fair. I saw this on. I saw I was going through Amazon Prime movies, and I was like, "Hey, you watch this? You might like this." I saw the fair, and I'm like, "I've never heard about it." And I saw it had like four and a half stars or whatever out of five, and I'm like, "Usually on Amazon, like usually like a good movies. Like most of them are averaging four. And I see four and a half. I'm like, I've never heard of this movie. Check it out. Rotten Tomatoes has 100. percent a hundred percent. I don't think there were too many reviews on it, oh. but it had a hundred percent. It's like our podcast. Yeah, <laughs> doing great. <laughs> More reviews, please. You know. Yeah. And I, ch- and I started to watch it, and I was blown away. I thought it was fantastic. I thought it was such an amazing movie. Um, and it was like, it was like very simple. It's basically, guy picks up a um, a taxi cab fare, um, and I'm not spoiling too much. It just keeps repeating itself. The like, 
she goes to drop the person off and it goes back and it repeats itself exact same situation and it gets super strange like it's the same person same person same everything like groundhog day it's, it's basically a groundhog day type situation yeah um last time i was supposed to it's, it was fantastic I, I thought that it it had like just a little bit of horror not too much horror in it but it also had it's just i can't describe the genre of it like it had such a nice feel to it because it had some horror elements it had suspense elements it had mystery elements it had mm. it was such like a genre it was broad like over and something. everything developed in a good amount of time and everything developed in a good amount of time it definitely felt very well paced the conclusion was amazingly satisfying and completely unexpected um i feel like i can watch it for a while it was i would i would i think you would really enjoy it i think you would love it actually because it's mm. it's not like it's it's i don't know if you want to, you'll, you'll see maybe tell me okay. like, tell me your thoughts on it you really should watch it, it. it's okay. it's on amazon prime fantastic would recommend it probably one of the best movies i've watched this year you know, I'm sorry. So, I've just been what watching normal TV, and there's like a Harry Potter marathon going on. <laughs> so I've been watching that. Classic. Yeah. That's good. You still have time, right? I uh, oh, I do. Yeah. Well, I think I've been watching Scandal a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think it's over now. I think it was canceled in 2016, so I, I think it's probably over for last year. But still good. Um, I feel like What's it about? I've, I've heard of it. Olivia Pope. Let's see. She's this pretty bad woman she's straight out um anyway but it has to do with like politics and like the white house and stuff gotcha. like that um but yeah i a lot of people talk about it i tried watching it before and i still didn't get into it but i mean i'm not watching like super fast like i'm not gonna watch like the speed of light yeah eight out of ten yeah we'll see but that's it i'm gonna watch something else maybe after the cabinets i'll go start a new thing I think that's all we've got for this week. So, um, congratulations to all of our graduating seniors. Mm-hmm. Woohoo! Woohoo! And everybody else, have a wonderful summer. Be sure to tune in. We're going to still be broadcasting over the summer. So, mm-hmm. while you're at your workplaces, you know, listen in, or while you're commuting to your internships or your digital internships, you know, be sure to listen to us too. We'll, we'll be around. So, um, that's all we got, team. So, bow, bow, bow. Woohoo!